Because you know we're all about good content, Neil. We're about great content. I'm all about that content. I'm all about that daily what content you, grind. Infinite content. <laughs> from all aspects of the globe. Infinite content for you. For you. <laughs> and for all of us. Hey, we're putting out some really good content right now. Um, you make it, you take it. Content, baby. What do you do for Halloween? Content. <laughs> I guess it's not Halloween yet. What do you do for Halloween weekend? Oh, absolutely nothing. Uh, I scrolled through Instagram and saw every one of my friends in a costume while I was not in a costume. Why not? I don't know. I have a couple costumes in the bag. Uh, we just uh, we didn't really have any events that were available to us. Fair enough. Nor did we feel like going to an event. So, I wasn't DJing, but I really wanted to DJ. I was planning on doing this mix. Ain't nobody watch. This is a song you know very well. Yep. I just fade away. Actually, I can't do it right now. Oh. Hold on a second. Don't worry. Half of this is not going to make the show. Actually, half of this might make the show. <laughs> and then I would loop this. And then I would bring this in. I really wanted to DJ on Halloween just for this. But now you got it on the radio. This is true. Anyways, welcome to Game Runs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, toss that Fergie on next. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. We should just play music and not talk basketball this entire show. Why don't we? We we work too hard. <laughs> <laughs> we took a whole summer off, but we worked too hard. Yeah! This does slap. It does. It does. It does slap pretty hard. The unnecessary bed shake. Yeah, it's just so unnecessary. Ah. All right. Kobe. All right. <laughs> Walking the game runs here on 101.5 <laughs> UMF. M. My name is Neil Noonan, and alongside me, as always, the DJ himself, it's Serge Kanda. 
Absolutely. We're going to throw some D's on this episode. And uh, the D's we're going to throw on this episode are going to be deviousness, destruction, Ooh. and dank memes. Ooh, the triple D here on yeah. Gamer Runs. Absolutely. I, I love having the beats in the background, man. It makes me feel uh, more part of uh, the basketball scene, you know? Absolutely. You know? Because yeah. basketball, um, basketball is just a great, uh, greater part of the nether realm of uh, the life th- that we live. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, man. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this. We were talking a little bit off air. The The season's about, what, two and a half weeks in? Almost yeah, three like kind of thing? Ten like, games Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most teams have played six, if not seven games. Oh, wow. Okay, even less. Yeah, and for the first time this season, I actually went to ESPN.com. Clicked on standings. Yep. Clicked on stat leaders Mm -hmm. and took a good look. Okay. I felt like I had a pretty good grasp on what's going on in the league. You know, Houston's not doing so hot. Toronto, Milwaukee doing really, really well. But man, when you actually get like a good look at what is happening throughout the league, and again, this is a small sample size. It's six games or so, but looking at the East, I'm recording this on a Monday. I really, really was looking forward to the Bucks Raptors tonight. The two last undefeated teams in the league going at it, but it sounds like Kawhi and Giannis are both going to be out. Weak! But. Actually, shout-outs to uh, Giannis in concussion protocol. There's nothing to uh, make fun of in terms of weakness. That's a serious subject. <laughs> Kawhi, Anyways, on con- the other hand, resting. Weak! Weak sauce. Continue. Weak sauce. Okay, looking at the Eastern standings, I'm going to show this to you a little bit here. My question to you, I guess, is what do you think is going to change? we got eight playoff teams that we've kind of seen for the past few years. Charlotte's in there right now, and then normal teams that we're used to seeing, like the Washington Wizards, are down at the bottom at 1-5. With what we have right now, again, small sample size, six games into this season, two weeks in, what do you think would actually change as far as the eight playoff teams go? Are the Wizards really not going to make it? Or are they going to trade Bradley Beal? It's a dumpster fire over there. They're going to get rid oh, no, of Scotty Brooks. They just have Dwight Howard, don't they? And he hasn't played a game yet. Yeah, no, no. It's just whoever Dwight Howard plays for, that team is So not- what happens <laughs> when he actually takes the court? Oh, they're going to get worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, honestly, I, I see the Wizards uh, surging toward the eighth seed. Okay. Uh, other than that, those seven teams... Uh, above the Charlotte Hornets, the Sixers, the Heat, the Celtics, the Pacers, the Pistons, the Raptors, and the Bucks. Those are all playoff teams. Word. I'd agree for sure. They're all playing like playoffs teams. They're in the East. Uh, the top five is very scary for for, for the East. Uh, other than that, uh, it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, I think the Sixers are going to be in a better position than they are right now. Uh, other than that, yeah, I think it's just going to shake up in terms of those seven teams and where they place. Uh, I still see the Celtics and the Raptors at the top. I don't think that's going to change. Maybe if if Blake Griffin is actually healthy and that summer, which, which we've seen, it does matter, that summer of health. Oh, yeah, and he's been talking about it. Like, it's something that we kind of forget, you know, yeah. that, like, if, if players are healthy during the summer or not used to being healthy, like, actually having a healthy summer to put in a lot of work, it shows, like, massive dividends, like, in... Absolutely, Blake is having a career start right now. Yeah, and he's uh, he's really proving a lot of people wrong right now. Um, and the team's set up pretty well. I mean, it's not 
it's not gangbusters, but uh, I trust Dwayne Casey as a regular season coach. And he seems he ran the same play to close out a game for um, for Blake Griffin that he did for Jonas Valanciunas. Amazing. And I was just like, man, it, it's just imagine if Jonas had looks. Uh, we would tear our, our hair out. If I had hair, I would tear my hair out. <laughs> I'd tear Jonas's hair yeah. out. Yeah. I need that guy to shave his hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just flopping around on the top. Come on. Um, but yeah, like, Blake as a point forward with his own team is pretty dope. Uh, other than that, yeah, Raptors at the top, Celtics at the top, Sixers near the top. Other than that, I don't know. Kind of scared about the Bucks. Uh, Budenhoser, if we're talking about coaches, uh, that's the only thing I did not plan for. Then we get the top of the East right now. 113, 118, 124, 123, 125, 113. That's how much the Bucks have scored in all their wins. 6-0 and to start the season. That's some good-ass offense, Neil. Man. That's, uh, <laughs> man, that's, I didn't know there was consistently, like... What was the lowest? 113? Basically, yeah. Their differential is 16. The next highest in the league is the Golden State Warriors at 12. Okay. They're four points better than any other team right now. In terms of strength of schedule, I think the Warriors one is a little more impressive. But in terms of what we expected of teams, the Bucks are way more impressive. Totally. And, I mean, a healthy Bucks team, like you mentioned, those kind of five teams near the top of the... the and, I would say there's a really strong four. It depends what your thoughts are on Indiana and if Detroit's for real. I remember, like last year, they had a hot start as well. Yeah, they w- did. Without Blake, right? Yeah. Like uh, DeAndre, or sorry, DeAndre, Andre Drummond was getting 2020 games and all this stuff, but um, coach fired. Coach fired. They're 0 and 6. If they do Stan Van Gundy and Jeff Van Gundy on a broadcast with Breen, it'll all be worth it, though. <laughs> it'll all be worth it. Is that not the, like, one of the best. It'd be incredible. Shout out to Mark Jackson, but yeah, like shout out to the Caterpillar. But yo, Jeff and Stan, yo, what if Mark Jackson's the perennial Caterpillar? Amazing. He's, he's the Caterpillar to the best commentary team in basketball. That'd be incredible. That that would also <laughs> suck. <laughs> yeah, to put with like Chris <laughs> Weber or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh man, uh, another coach fired at the bottom of the East. The Cavs starting 0-6. Their star player that they gave a lot of money to this summer and re-signed after everyone thought he was going to be traded has uh, some sort of broken toe. Which, I mean, I feel for Kevin Love, man. It's sad, man. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. Shout out to Banana Republic. <laughs> no. Would you have fired Ty Lue? Uh I would have fired Ty Lue in the summer. Okay. Yeah, that's and fair. And not, not like... Oh, you just went to the finals. This is how I reward you. It's more of a no. We need to go into a different direction. Right. Um, and you didn't sign up for this. And I mean, actually, you did sign up for this. <laughs> but um, we're just gonna pay you fifteen million to sit at home. Uh, but it, uh, then again, if it were my team, I would not have made Tyloo my coach. So I they're mean, in a tough spot. I mean, and and this has happened before when it, when LeBron left the Heat. You know, like true. Teams have to build around LeBron. He's the greatest player of all time. You're competing for a championship. That's why you trade first-round draft picks for a guy like Hal Korver. Because next to LeBron James, he's infinitely more valuable. Yep. But when he leaves to go to the La La Land, 
you're stuck with all these guys. Now guys like Corver and J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson and George Hill. All these guys that are savvy vets that can play 30 minutes a game in the playoffs. They're not exactly the kind of team you want when you're trying to tank. Although they did go into the season paying Kevin Love saying that we're going to try and chase the playoffs. Yeah. Just not Didn't looking work good out, over guy. there, man. Just no. not looking good over there. They they, I heard Wendy uh, talk about this on his podcast today. They basically have two different teams. They got Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith, George Hill, Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. You know, they got the old folks. But then they got their number eight draft pick, Colin Sexton. They got Ante Zizic, Jetty Osman. They got all these young guys, too, that... I mean, they can play and they can improve them and get better and tank at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they have two very conflicting halves of their roster. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the Cavs last year when they had two very conflicting halves. Isaiah yeah. Thomas and Twain. Literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's not it's not anything new for them. Um, if anything, would you chalk this up to... I'm I'm trying not to just be mean and rag on the cast. Do it, man. Let's go. No, I, I'm just saying. Give us the content. Give us the hot stuff. <laughs> you know what, Neil? I'm just here to provide really good content. <laughs> and that content is to shit on the Cleveland Cavaliers. There we go. Um, <laughs> there we go. Take a big dump, man. Do it. Um, it's mismanagement, man. You, you did. You made moves to appease LeBron and not to appease. Um, I mean, uh, the odds of winning a championship. Uh, though you did pay, you did pay. I'll give you that. You did shell out money to keep a contending team together. Yep. Shout outs to you for that. Yeah. Quicken Loans always writes the checks. Absolutely. But who would have thunk that uh, JaVale McGee is JaVale playing? JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is playing like Tristan Thompson in the 2015 Finals, and Tristan Thompson is playing like JaVale McGee in 2013. Nice. Who would have thought it's the LeBron effect? That Tristan Thompson looks way better beside LeBron James, not last year, but way better beside LeBron James than he does right now. Uh, and JaVale McGee is averaging, what, 18 and 8? And catching every lob ever tossed in Los Angeles history. Um, it, he is... JaVale McGee has inherited Lob City uh, the way he's playing, right? I like it. As a role man, as a guy who he could dump the ball to. and uh, Really, this is just my way of touting JaVale McGee and that year with the Warriors. Um, but I digress. Uh, Cleveland has a bunch of overpaid players. Uh, I think they're locked into paying the repeater tax next year unless they move a lot of oh, this money. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and six. Yeah. And uh, you lost your best player for a month and a bit. Uh, who's going to pop up? It's going to be the young bull. It's going to be Chetty, as you said. Um What's Jarrah Smith going to do? What's Kyle Korver going to do? You have to offload those guys immediately, uh, especially since you're the guy you made the interim coach does not want to be called the interim coach. Like it's in that bad of a position that this guy's like, no, I don't want anything to do with this right now. Which I think is the spiciest part of this entire thing. That Larry Drew's just like screw. <laughs> it's like nope, that's not me. Yeah, yeah. I, what do you call himself? The voice right yeah. now? Oh, shout to this beat. Um. But yeah, Larry Drew kind of knows what he's worth now, eh? Because if I'm not mistaken, this happened to him in Milwaukee too. Remember when they just brought on Jason Kidd while Larry Drew was their coach? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. New ownership. Let's just bring this guy in here. Oh yeah, Larry. Yeah, you don't sorry. have a job anymore. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> so good for him for doing that. I mean, 
Why not? You you want you want me to coach this stupid looking team? Yeah. You're gonna have to pay me something. Absolutely. Uh, if I get paid the same, if I get paid assistant coach money, I'm gonna stay an assistant coach. Call me when you want me to be the uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, they're just in a bad position all around. Um, did we see it coming? Kinda. Actually, we all saw it coming. So how do you get out of this? That's a bigger thing. What are the first moves? Offload the veterans? Yeah, I seems think, pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, guys like George Hill, uh, expiring contract. Someone's gonna want him, just like Cavs did last year, right? Absolutely. You know, if you could get a late first round, early second round. It's gonna be hard to get a first round, but yeah. if you get an early second round, do it. I'd yeah, just I, dump as much salary as you can. I think it's 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 Hill, it's Smith, uh, Tristan Thompson. Uh, I wouldn't include Rodney Hood, but Jared those, those kind of and Jared Smith. If the, someone takes them, those are the guys that you have to try and get rid of, right? Like I don't know if it's worth putting in a sweetener to to get rid of them because you're not exactly hunting cap space for this summer, but. Yeah, like if, if you want to play these guys, like they just paid Larry Nance, right? If they want him to play. And I mean, uh, say what you want about Tristan Thompson. Uh, I think the the potential or the ceiling of what uh, a Larry Nance could be excites me a lot more than what Tristan Thompson is. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. So I don't know who wants Tristan Thompson anymore besides that girl in the club, but they, they got to figure out what they do uh, with those guys. Enough Cavs talk, though. Enough Cavs talk. Okay, I mentioned off the top of the show, I looked at the standings. I also took a look at the 2018-19 statistical leaders, and some things jumped out at me right away. Again, two weeks in, six games. Okay. Can you name the five people leading the league in rebounds? In rebounds? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Anthony Davis. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, Giannis? Yeah, he's he's fourth in fourteen a game. Um, it's the Brook Lopez effect. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, I, I've I've always been a fan of the Lopez brothers. Yeah. But apparently, like, it's been coming out in like ESPN articles and everything because of the Bucks hot stretch that like, oh, Brook Lopez is the best guy to get you rebounds. Right. Because he'll box out the other person's the other team's yeah. best guy. He puts his big seven three body. Yeah, right? he'd be perfect for Russell Westbrook. I guess he's got Adams there. Fair enough. Who is in of himself a probably better Lopez? Yeah. So, um, but you nailed it already. I mean, like the usual suspects, you got Drummond, Jordan, Whiteside, uh, Gobert, Davis, but Giannis up there. Yeah, I love the Lopez effect. Smart. The, not just the Lopez effect, but if Giannis gets the rebound, like LeBron, he could just run point. Oh my God! Yeah, right? that's what everyone wants. Yeah, and give, uh, give me that content. And that will be, uh, oh, Giannis is providing some content. Yes. Because um, we, if, uh, I mean, he's unfortunately in a concussion protocol right now, but if he is healthy, uh, man, under Coach Bud, the way they're moving the ball with a healthy Chris Middleton, uh, everyone is talking about their body. Apparently, uh, Brogdon, or is Middleton, they both make comments on their body and how they feel healthier overall. But, uh, Coach Bud, in comparison to Coach Kid, you couldn't make it through practices with Coach Kid. Um, like people would be huffing and puffing and unable to finish practice. And with Bud, it's very, very different. It's very noticeable. Everyone's a little happier. Morale is higher. You're not being driven to the ground. Uh, which, unfortunately, as a as a reluctant Bulls fan, is the Tibbs effect. Yeah. When you drive your players into the ground and they're not happy and they're not 
full of energy. Um, the Bucks have that. They don't just have a new system. They have a newfound endurance and stamina and a newfound possibly happiness because they're winning and they're winning together. Uh, these are This is a very repeat team with a few additions, right? Um, so Coach Bud, man, hey, doing well. Giannis, doing better. I can't remember the last time I saw such universal praise so quickly into a season for a new coach from players. Because I, I saw those comments that you mentioned with Middleton and Brogdon saying, like, yeah, like, his his practices are smart. They're efficient. You get in, you work hard, and then you get out. You do, you do your, like, shooting work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all of their minutes per game are significantly down this year, right? They're you're playing more guys, keeping people fresh. And I love that you brought up the Tibbs thing. Can you imagine? Well, here's a question to prefe- uh, preface this entire thing. Who has a more talented roster? The Bucks? Or the Wolves, the T Wolves. Okay, I gotta go one for one. Giannis, Cat. I'm taking Giannis. Jimmy, Chris, Middleton. I'm taking Jimmy. Well, that took longer than I thought it might for you. Yeah, because um, Middleton's playing pretty damn good. Oh yeah, Middleton's year. fantastic. Um. He's like if if Jimmy Butler's an A minus, then Middleton's a B plus. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, and then what, what was it next? Wiggins and Lopez, Wiggins and Brogdon, Wiggins and maybe. Yeah. Uh, and you just sold all your Wiggins stock, man. Yeah. Uh, for those who aren't in studio with us, I said right before recording to Neil, <laughs> I sold all my Wiggins stock. <laughs> So uh, I'm just not a fan of Wiggins right now. Uh, how it came out, how he asked Team Canada to pay him to play, um, how it looks like he's also low-key kind of not trying. Uh, not as much as Cat, but, you know. Um, Jay Skeets from the starter said it best. Is he Jeff Green or is he Rudy Gay? <laughs> because we thought he was Scottie Pippen, but he's not. Yeah. So <laughs> now the bigger thing is, is he Jeff Green or Rudy, Jeff Green or Rudy Gay? And uh, Oh, God. Unfortunately, um, whoever the third player is, whether it's Lopez or Brogdon, right now, in terms of how they fit a system and how they shoot the ball and how they play their role, I'll take whoever the third player is on the Bucks over Wiggins right now. Uh, in terms of coaching, I'll take the Bucks. In terms of ownership, I'll take the Bucks. In terms of uh, system, I'll take the Bucks. Uh, what more do you want right now? Like. Uh, so, yeah, you're proving my point. Can you imagine if you switched all those things? Like, Or, sorry, make it easier. Let's just switch the rosters. Can you imagine if that Timberwolves roster was in kind of that buck system with the coach and their, their own new ownership and stuff like that? It's amazing how important all that stuff is, especially the coach, right? And then yeah. having the people above the coach that can let him do what he wants to do, right? Uh, that's that's a huge part, and I, I mean, I don't think the Bucks are gonna to win sixty games this year or anything like that. Like, I think they're gonna be right at the top of the East. Uh, the six and zero start, I I don't think they're gonna continue that. But man, yeah, it's it's incredible how much, and I feel like Coach Bud, he's he's trying to do less. Yeah, but he's getting more out of them, which is interesting. And I mean, I I actually haven't watched a full Bucks game yet. I'm not sure if you have. Tonight will probably be it. Yeah. watching the Raptor game but 
Um, I actually haven't seen their offense or how they're clicking. I've seen highlights and stuff like that, but I've actually haven't seen like a full 48 of what they're doing different. Less is more, Neil. Less is more. Apparently. That's, um, what, that's what Brooke Lopez says about rebounding. Yeah, I haven't seen a full game either, but I just noticed their passing of the ball is very different. Um, Quick, snappy. Yeah, two-second rule. Uh, but yeah. Bud was a Spurs assistant for the longest time, right? It makes sense. Yep. The two-second rule. Don't hold on to the ball longer than two seconds. Drive, shoot, pass. Yep. Get it out. Uh, triple threat position, baby. This is basics. Um, and uh, shout out to Adam Wedlake, basketball Manitoba. Uh, Mr. Triple Threat himself. Um, I'm just kidding. He's not Mr. Triple Threat. <laughs> um, though that would be a nice nickname. He's now known as that. Um, but yeah. Uh, one other thing that's different is that Giannis off-ball. Like, he's running through screens like Clay sometimes, which running around screens like Clay sometimes. Uh, those are the only two things I noticed. Um, but also, hey, I didn't watch a lot of Jason Kidd Bucks era Bucks either, right? Just caught, you know, big games. So. Word, word. Yeah, we're heading down to the end of the show here. Yep. There's a few more stats I want to bring up here. Okay. Classic points per game. Isn't Steph, like, shooting, like, six threes a game? So he's averaging 34 points right now a game. Yeah. And he is the first player ever, I believe, to start the season uh, for the first seven games to hit five threes in each game. Yeah. Incredible. Is there a chance that he hits 450 this year? I don't know, man. What What do you, What was the record, 404 or something like I think that? 404. I don't know, man, but... Oh. Just the thought of that, like I, I thought his 2016 season was arguably one of the best seasons this league's ever seen, especially shooting. It absolutely is. But the fact that he is continuing to do this in third year of Kevin Durant on their team, man, I, I just, I feel like he came into the season on a mission and to be like, oh, you guys forgot about me? Yeah, it's always LeBron. It's always KD one, two, but I constantly, Stephen Curry, he's getting left out of that. He's kind of coming into the season in a little FU mode. He's got to hit five and a half threes per game t- uh, for 82 games to hit 450. So if he hits five or six every game, we're going to see 450, baby. And he is in FU mode, man. And it's really good to see because FU mode Steph was the great, arguably the greatest watching season of basketball. Oh, ever. yeah. Like logo jumpers and stuff yeah. like that. Like, And he was doing that for the past few games, like in the garden and stuff like that. He's unbelievable. Bill Simmons was talking about this a little bit. Um, what would actually have to happen for Curry to get his third MVP award with Durant on his team? Uh, five threes a game. Yeah. Yeah. Get that 450. Like if he's shooting number one crazy seed. splits. Exactly. Uh, 50, 50, 90. Yeah. Five threes a game. Uh, 28 plus points a game. Can you believe number how one high seed. the bar is now? It's dumb. It's so dumb. It's either you average your triple double, or you never miss threes, or you're yeah. LeBron, like, or you're a one seed. Um, yeah, just a one seed averaging thirty eight eight, right? Like, it's got to be the dumbest. Like, offense is so inflated right now because uh, Nick Nurse actually had a very good clip on rule changes um, and how refs are calling you for holding jerseys when they used to not. Um, but like, yeah, little little things like that, little adjustments. The freedom um, of movement thing, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been big. So um, that's definitely playing a part. But also, like, we're just in a wealth 
we're in a golden era of offensive talent. So how long is it going to be before that kind of dies down? I think it's just going up because skill is only going up, right? So, yeah. Oh, the hottest take for the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the <laughs> league's getting better. <laughs> People are scoring more because their skills are better. <laughs> <laughs> and this oh. is Game of Runs. <laughs> I love that stuff, man. Quick MVP pick. Six games in. Two weeks in. Stephen Curry. Yeah? Let's oh, do it. Come on, man. Oh, the hottest takes. Yeah. Uh, and the freshest content. Uh, the Bucks won't stay in the top two, and uh, the Pels won't stay in the top three. They're not in the top three right now, I don't think. Oh, no, they might be in the top three. They only have two losses. And play Nugs tonight without AD. It will be tough, but yeah. yeah. So, Steph, number one seed, five threes a game. Let's I love go. It. I'm still in the Kawhi train. We'll see. Kawhi train. Yeah, that's a good train. <laughs> that's a good-ass train, my friend. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Gamer Runs this week. This Neil Surge. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the NBA games. Enjoy this fruitful NBA season. And uh, enjoy all the Fergie memes. Love ya.